Welcome to City Life Church Podcast. Our desire is that all may come to know Christ and fulfill their purpose in life. We welcome you to head over to our website for more information. God bless you and enjoy the message. Well, I just want to welcome you to the living room here at City Life Church. Just a little bit different location than normal and just a different situation that we're experiencing now that we're kind of in the middle of this uh, coronavirus situation, the COVID-19. And so we're trying to do everything we can as a church to continue communicating, but also being safe in the process. I know this has been a, a challenge for many people and uh, we don't want to be fearful in this, but we also want to use wisdom and what we're doing and how we're we're doing this and moving forward. I uh, just totally believe and understand God's purposes and intents for us. And I know that he has a mandate for us here at City Life Church. He's got a call, he's got a plan, and we want to be a part of that. And understanding that no matter what happens, God will build his church and uh, we are part of that. And so uh, we're doing our best to continue that and during this time and this season as we, a lot of things we don't understand, but some things we're getting a clearer picture of, but we're moving forward. And today, I just want to encourage you and share a little bit as we dive into a, a portion in the, the scriptures in regards to what God wants to speak to us. We've had uh, the last several weeks, uh, a series that we've been talking about, Pursuit, and I just want to continue just in that vein, but maybe take a little bit different, and, and I want to talk specifically today about the Holy Spirit, and uh, you know, so often we talk about God, we talk about Jesus, and uh, a lot uh, there's a lot said about that. There's also that part, and, and I believe we do a good job here at City Life Church with this, but I just want to focus today just specifically about some things regarding the Holy Spirit and what he does. There are seven things that I want to list today the Holy Spirit does and uh, understanding that he has a, a vital part of the Trinity. You know, the Trinity we call, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, God the Father, Jesus Christ the Son, the Holy Spirit. They all have their part in this. And I just want to start out by just reading a scripture, first of all, before we jump into this. The scripture is in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14, and it says this, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. I love this, and, and we could spend a lot of time unpacking this, but the fact that there are three things here that are mentioned of the three parts of the Trinity, the, the grace of Jesus, which we're so thankful for, the love of God, which is amazing, and then the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. He comes to us and he's fellowshipping with us. Together, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, they work really well together. They do everything. Everything comes from that aspect. Nevertheless, the Father is, is often known as the creator of the world, creator of the universe, and the creator of everything that we get to experience in our life. And the Son, being Jesus, is generally connected with or known with redemption, such a redemptive power of Jesus Christ, the forgiveness of sin, and, and be able to help make us right in our relationship with God. And then the Holy Spirit is generally connected to growing us to be more like Jesus Christ. And so he's there to guide us and to lead us through that and help us grow in our understanding of who, of who Jesus is, of who God is. And he brings our attention to repentance. And that's so helpful for us because at times 
we need that. And so uh, he guides us in our path in following the Lord. And so the Holy Spirit performs works that are very similar to Jesus and to God. But what I want to talk about today is just confirming the personality of the Holy Spirit and how that works. What does that look like? So I want to do that in looking at seven things that the Holy Spirit does. So grab a pen, a paper, something to write down. We're just going to spend a few minutes together. I just want to cover these and uh, share a couple things in closing. But I believe that there's some things that we can draw from maybe a little bit more in depth of what the Holy Spirit does. The first thing I want to talk about is that the fact that the Holy Spirit teaches. He's a teacher. And uh, before Jesus departed and he spoke to his disciples and he encouraged them by telling them, he said that he would send another helper. He would send an advocate. And in the scripture in John 14, verse 16, and first part of 17, it says this. It says, and I will ask the Father. This is Jesus asking the other part of the Trinity, the Father. He said, and he will give you another advocate or a helper in, in some uh, translations who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit and leads into all truth. It's interesting because this word another in there is basically referencing another one just like me that Jesus has said, another one, another one of me, another part of me is what he's sending. So he would perform the same thing that Jesus did, but he would carry it out to a greater degree. And so the Holy Spirit would, what he told the disciples was, the Holy Spirit's going to cause you to remember the things that I've taught you, the things that we've walked here on earth and those things. He's going to bring those to your remembrance. He's going to help you. And he's going to come along and be a helper to you, an advocate to you. And he will confirm to you the things that I have taught you. So that's important part to understand. The next thing is that the Holy Spirit, what he does is he testifies and so Jesus promised his, the, his disciples, he said, that the Holy Spirit would testify or he would bear witness of me, speaking of Jesus. And in John chapter 15, verse 26, it says this, it says, but I will send you the advocate, the spirit of truth. He will come to you from the Father and will testify all about me. So this is another part of what the Holy Spirit does. He testifies about Jesus Christ. And it's important uh, in that regard. And so the word that we see in some translations where it says bear witness, uh, it does mean to testify concerning someone. And so the Holy Spirit testifies concerning the teachings of Jesus. So whatever the God the Father spoke to Jesus, Jesus relayed those through the Holy Spirit to us. And that's pretty cool. The next one is the Holy Spirit, he guides. So it's important for us to understand that. And so... Jesus declared when he sent the Holy Spirit, and he declared that he would guide us in all truths. And so in John chapter 16, verse 13, it says this, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. Again, this is the connection, the Trinity of Jesus from God speaking through the Holy Spirit, and he's a guide. And so the picture that we see is like a guide or an escort or somebody that leads us or leads a traveler into territory. It would be similar to the GPS in your car that he would guide you. You plug in the address where you're going and it tells you where to go and it, and it leads you and guides you in the direction so that you don't make a wrong turn, go the wrong way. So that's an important part of who the Holy Spirit is. He guides us. 
The next uh, one I want to cover is what the Holy Spirit does is he convicts. You know, he does it in a good way because this is something I want to tap into a little bit more next week about uh, conviction versus condemnation. But today I want to just briefly talk about the part of the Holy Spirit that convicts. And so John chapter 16, verse 8, it says this, And when he comes, he will convict the world of its sin, of God's righteousness, and the coming judgment. And so see this, that this verse talks about the future ministry of the Holy Spirit and what he's doing when Jesus ascended and he was giving the assignment out. And so that the Spirit would come and he would bring conviction to the world. It's interesting the word convict in the Greek means to convince someone of something or to point out something to someone. And so the, the Holy Spirit acts as that divine prosecutor to bring things into line, pull things together to be able to assess things properly. And then he brings conviction where it's necessary. And so he, he comes to convict the world of its sin and uh, to bring it to righteousness. And so that's part of who the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit does. The next one we're going to talk about, what the Holy Spirit does is he regenerates. It's an interesting word, regenerates, but it's, it's a word that means to recreate or to reconstitute or to make over. And in the context of this, it's to make something better than what it was. And so it's important to, to understand that the one that experiences the new birth through the Holy Spirit, through the regeneration of the Holy Spirit, has been born of the Holy Spirit. He's been regenerated by the Spirit, and so we move into this new life. And so Jesus gives new life through the fact that he died on the cross for our sins. There's a scripture in Titus chapter 3, verse 5, that says this. It says, But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy, he washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. It's important to understand this, that this is where the Holy Spirit comes in. Everything that happened flows through the Holy Spirit. So the regeneration, being reborn and reconstituted, it comes through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit regenerates people. He recreates us into a much better person than what we were before. And that comes because of what Jesus did for us. And so understanding that the Holy Spirit does help in that process, he regenerates. The next one is the Holy Spirit intercedes. This one's really important to understand that he really acts as an intercessor on our behalf. And so in the times of our weakness, difficulties, or challenges that we have, this is when the Holy Spirit really goes to work. He goes deep in his prayer and interceding on our behalf. And so he takes our requests, he takes our challenges, and he intercedes. Romans chapter 8, starting in verse 26, it says this, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Holy Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. I want to stop right there. Important to understand that everything that the Holy Spirit does in his intercession in praying for us is in harmony with God the Father. 
So whatever God's will is, that is how the, the Holy Spirit intercedes. It's not based on our will. He's not interceding to see our will come to pass, but making sure when he's interceding, he's connecting what he's praying for us with the will of God. And so that's what in return comes back to us. And that's important to understand that. In verse 28, it says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes for them. You know, we're in this time of season now. It's kind of the unknown, and there's a lot of fear. There's things that are happening that going on around us that creates us to be concerned for sure. But it's important for us to understand that God's saying to us that he's got everything that will work out for us, that he cares about everything. It'll work together for good because we're called according to his purpose. He loves us and he has a plan for us. So we're not to live and walk in fear, but we're to pursue and seek what his word says about us and what it says for us and what we can do. So the God the Father understands intercession. He understands that the Spirit goes on our behalf and he prays. And so all these things that he's praying for and interceding is to work together for good, the things in our life. And so he is there to intercede for us. The last one that I want to share is what the Holy Spirit does. Uh, what the Holy Spirit does is that the, the Holy Spirit gives direction. Now we see a few times in the book of Acts where there's direction given where the Holy Spirit commands basically Paul and Barnabas to be set apart for ministry, for mission. And so he says that as a command. Then a couple verses later, this is in Acts chapter 13, verse 2, and then in verse 4, then he goes on to add that the two men were sent. So he's giving direction. He commands, and then he sends them. He's sent out, out by the Holy Spirit. And we see in Acts chapter 16, verse 6, this is where the Holy Spirit prevented, he brought in direction and prevented Paul and Silas from preaching in Asia. So he redirected, he gave direction. So that's part of what the Holy Spirit does for us in our life. And then in Acts 8.29, we see the Holy Spirit directed Philip to speak to the Ethiopian eunuch there at his carriage. So there's different things that we see where there's direction that comes. So it's important to allow the Holy Spirit to direct us, especially during this time of uncertainty. When we seek him, he brings direction to our life. So those are the seven things that I wanted to share with you today in regards to uh, what the Holy Spirit does. I would say take time today throughout the week to review these, these things and to pray about it, seek God. Make some time and space for the Holy Spirit, really to invite him to be a part of what you do in your daily life as you continue to pursue God and everything that he has for you. Also, I just want to say, let's continue to pray for the situation that's going on with the coronavirus, everything around us. We need, we need to continue to pray. And again, not be fearful, but be, come boldly to the throne of grace. And we, we come and we're, we're asking God to intervene in this situation. Also, I'd ask you to be intentional about reaching out to people around you that are part of City Life Church, part of the church family, people that you may have contact with, especially those that may be ones that could use a little more help or use a phone call or a visit. So let's take it upon ourselves to be active in that regard. Also, please visit our website, citylifewa.com. Uh, get information. We'll try to keep it updated. 
We'll have things on there for you, information. We'll try to keep you posted on it as much as possible, things that are going on and at City Life Church and uh, as we move forward and we navigate through this and make decisions in this during this uh, virus outbreak. Again, use wisdom in caring for your family. And we, again, thank you for joining us in this format. And I just pray God's blessing upon you and your family. And if you need anything, please let us know. Uh, let us know on our website. Uh, you can do it via email or maybe you have other ways of contacting us. But uh, God bless you, and we're praying for you, for your family, and uh, we'll see you again here in the near future. God bless you. Thank you for listening to City Life Church Podcast. <laughs>